Well, the nation's capital, Ottawa, has become the latest city to make masks mandatory in all indoor public spaces. That'll kick in at midnight tonight with a grace period. And then, how about this, enforcement to follow afterwards. Here's our medical expert, Dr. Lucas. He joins us now to discuss here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Enjoying talking to you in the morning and now the afternoon. This is great. That's right. We got you doing double duty morning show early on and now uh, here with us on the radio this afternoon. Uh, just how big are these moves, Lucas, by cities like Toronto and Ottawa to make masks mandatory inside? I think, you know, number one, they're the correct moves. I, if there's anything we've been talking and we've been preaching that you could learn from the United States, is to make masks mandatory and that masks save lives. And that if we have 100% of people wearing masks, even 80%, we're gonna save thousands of lives. So if we can get ahead of this, if we can be more proactive, if we can enforce this in our major cities, then hopefully Canadians by nature will follow more instructions in the smaller cities and will prevent you know, wavelets and second surges of the virus. And so I think this is really important. I'm so happy Toronto did it. I'm happy Ottawa's doing it. I'm happy we're leading by example in Canada. This is an excellent thing, and I strongly recommend it. And if you listen to a lot of epidemiologists or infectious disease specialists, despite maybe thinking a vaccine will come end of 2020 or early 2021, we need to be prepared that masks are a part of our life for potentially the next two years. So this is something that I think everyone just kind of has to embrace because this may be the way of the future. All right. Is there one mask that's better than the other? I mean, should people be opting, I know, for the reusable cloth mask, for example? So this is an excellent question, too, Jeff, because I, I, I looked at this because everyone likes to ask, you know, what should I wear? What shouldn't I wear? What's the best mask? And obviously, we're taking the N95 mask, the ones that we're wearing in the hospital when we're exposed to someone who has COVID. We're taking that off the table. But... Florida Atlantic University, they did this study, and for anyone who's listening, I encourage them to even just do a quick Google search after and, and look at this, but they compared four different types of face masks that are most commonly used by the public. They looked at a stitched mask with two layers of fabric. That's probably the, more, the most common one. And even by wearing that mask, if someone coughed or sneezed, it would still travel, droplets would still travel up to two and a half inches. The next type of mask was a cone-style mask. So sometimes you see these people who look like a cone that is sitting on their face. And droplets with a cough or sneeze traveled eight inches, so a little bit further. Then we got some folded handkerchiefs. Sometimes you see this. And droplets, despite having that on, traveled over a foot. So they traveled about 15 inches. And then lastly, the bandana, that was the worst one, where droplets traveled up to three feet. So um, any kind of cloth mask, is better than none, that that's, goes without saying, but the best one are the ones that are stitched on the inside and ideally with two layers of fabric. Okay, good to know. And this seems pretty elementary, but let's just go over how to properly wear your mask since they're becoming mandatory uh, indoors in public spaces. It's really doing you no good. And I've seen so many people, I'm sure you have as well, doctor, that are walking around with it partially on their face. Like if it's not over your nose and just over your mouth, uh, you're doing it wrong. Yes, Jeff, yes. I mean, look, it's a nuisance. Uh, at least a lot of people think it's a nuisance to wear a mask when it's hot outside. So they try to do these creative things uh, where you have your nose above it um, or you have your mouth beneath it. 
And this is not what we want. We wanted to cover your entire um, breathing space. So that comes from your nose and your mouth. We want it ideally underneath your chin and towards the nasal bridge, uh, so the bridge on, the, on your nose. That's what we want it to cover. If you have a foldable piece on top, usually there's a little prong that you can kind of fold over, over top your nose. We want you to push that down because that prevents then droplets from going above. And, and as I said, even with this study that was done, there are droplets that are coming out even if you are wearing a mask. So if you could please do this properly, that's what we'd recommend. I know it's a little bit frustrating to do this in the summer when it's hot, when it's over 30 degrees, but it is really important. And especially when you're in a big public area with lots of people all around you, indoors especially too, Jeff, I think that's a really important factor to, to hammer home for folks when they're inside please wear the mask properly so that you're looking after your neighbor and then we can do much better than obviously things that have been happening in the United States. All right. You just mentioned that we should expect masks to be part of our lives for up to the next uh, two years. I would be remiss if I did not ask you about this uh, video that has uh, gone somewhat viral of a, a Toronto woman who was, or who actually refused to wear a mask while seeking treatment at St. Joe's the other day, Lucas. Now she says that she was denied service because she wouldn't put her mask on and was asked to leave. Uh, as a doctor and somebody who is just working tirelessly in the ER, in the ICU, just what's your take on this? You know, it's frustrating, Jeff. It's frustrating seeing it because, um, you know, I'll tell you, I do surgeries, I do procedures. We wear masks for six, eight hours a day. And this is a common complaint, um, much more in the South here in, in the United States, where people always talk about their rights. They say, you know, I have my rights. I shouldn't have to wear a mask. Why are you forcing this on me? This goes against my level of freedom. And you haven't heard too many stories of this in, in Canada, but we did hear about this. And I, I did watch this video in Toronto, and she filmed it and posted it on Twitter. I think there's a battle against conspiracy. I think there's a battle against people thinking um, that they can be different or contrarian or that they're above the rules for everyone else. And we really have to focus on not doing that. I try my best, Jeff, not to comment on people's Facebook posts, but I had a friend who posted that saying wearing a mask really um, increases your risk of carbon monoxide. And it frustrated me because I said, you know, do you want me to take off my mask when I do my surgery? Do you want me to take off my mask when I'm in the ICU, as you said, or in the ER? Like, all of us were trying to do our best to not give this to someone else. It's really important that people, they focus, that it's not about them, that it's the greater good, that if we all do this together, I mean, I, I, like, I, I see these statistics that if we wear masks, we prevent thousands and thousands and thousands of deaths. Like, I mean, this is what we need to do. This is what everyone needs to do. And the more we do this, perhaps it won't be those two years. I think we're mentally trying to prepare people that it might be two years, but if we do a really good job, Jeff, maybe there won't be a second wave. My goodness, wouldn't that be great if we really do that and we reduce the reservoir of this virus? It's not getting spread. So, you know, to the to the woman who, who did this, um, all of us in the medical field, all of us physicians, all of us nurses, everyone who's working there, we're all wearing masks to protect you. We would just ask as part of your courtesy if you could do that, not only for us, but for everyone else who's in the hospital. Well said. Doctor, appreciate the time as always. Thanks, Lucas. Thanks, Jeff. Be well.